Welcome to the Women in Business Hub podcast, a slice of the internet dedicated to inspirational and educational content that will help you to grow your business, switch up your mindset for success, and build your big, beautiful, profitable empire. Love what you hear? Don't forget to join our Women in Business Hub community, plus advertise your business for free in our official online directory. You'll find all the links and a growing number of freebies and tools at womeninbusinesshub.com. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Women in Business Hub podcast. We hope you loved it. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss all the gold we'll be dropping right here. Make sure to jump online and check out our library of tools and templates to help you build your empire at womeninbusinesshub.com. On the site, you'll find links to our free Facebook community. Plus, you can advertise your business for free on our official online directory. At The Hump, we're all about lifting women and business up. So if you thought today's ep was a goodie, we'd love you to share it with another amazing woman to spread that love around. And that's it. Have a beautiful day, everyone. We'll see you next time. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode. This week, we're going to have a chat about how some companies end up giving their customers the absolute ick. <laughs> and if you're not up with the lingo, um, how they can completely turn a customer off. So going from engaged and loving their stuff to yuck, I don't want to be a part of it. And I've got some really good examples of some things that I've seen lately happening uh, across different industries so we can have a look at what's going on out there and we can make sure that we can avoid this so we don't end up in the same situation. So we all know I'm a bit of a nerd. I've been doing you know, marketing and graphic design for over 20 years and so sometimes I like to use my nerd powers for good and for humor and I would go and help people on um that you know those Facebook groups where there's like Photoshop requests and someone will say oh I just got this photo and I really would love um, some help with it and then some people you know help and do the request and then there's also just this ridiculous hilarious posts that go up yeah so I'm one of the nerds that just <laughs> does that for fun sometimes it's really odd it's just like you know I'll just be sitting there on the weekend watching Love Island and I'll be like oh I might go and do a little bit of this and it's it's nice because sometimes it's like a mix of um, goodwill like you're just helping someone that it a lot of them are like really emotional they've had um, they've lost someone or there has been a traumatic event and they've got this photo and they're really just trying to make a change to it so it can embody um, the memory that they have so there's a really nice side to it but also the humor side and you know I like to laugh but anyway, I digress. So I'm part of some of those groups on Facebook and one of them has just been had insane growth the last the last month or two. Like insane. It went from a couple of hundred thousand to um, almost a million people in the Facebook group. And that's how I switched off from it because I was like, oh, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much going on there. Sensory overload and I kind of moved away from it. But I was just thinking um, a day or two ago, I was like, 
that's weird. I haven't even seen any posts from it lately. And the like it was it was prolific. It was they were posting people people posting on that like five hundred times a minute. And um they'd be just constant posts and it would just it was like overrunning my feed. And I didn't like that. But it went from that to just nothing. And so I thought, that's weird. And I couldn't even remember the name of the group <laughs> uh, at first. So then I had to sit there and think, what was it called? So I eventually found it. And um, just from, it was just curiosity that made me do this. Because I was like, oh, that's just so interesting that a Facebook group would go from just such insane activity uh, and appearing on my feed to the algorithms deciding it shouldn't be on there at all. You know, the marketing, <laughs> the marketing brain in me just had to go and have a look at that to see what was going that would cause that action. So I get on there and then um, there's a notice on there saying the group is paused. I was like, mm, that's interesting. I wonder why. So I read about it and they've changed the cover photo to like a notice that says, <laughs> Thanks for being a part of this group. This group is now going to be used um, for surveys. And I can't remember the wording that they used, but it was basically, they were basically saying, We've, thanks for being a part of building this group into like a million people. We're not going to have it about Facebook anymore like it's always been. It's not going to be about humor and funny requests. This is now going to be a social survey site where we're going to be using your your data that you put in for research and stuff and you can but like it's just wild that someone thought that this was a good idea that someone thought and I don't know if they they started out like this or maybe it's um they did an illegal sale of the Facebook group which just if you don't know it is illegal to sell Facebook pages or Facebook groups uh sorry not Facebook pages you can sell them as part of your business but Facebook groups yeah you're not supposed to sell them not supposed to monetize them um so I don't know if that's what happened like if whoever had started the group did it from a place of you know heart and then saw an opportunity and that this research company has bought them out I don't know and I don't want to speculate but it was just so wild to watch this unfold and I was just imagining the rage in people as they read this all around the world I wasn't like, I didn't really care about the group, so it didn't really mean anything to me. I'd switched off a few weeks ago because it was getting annoying. But I just thought, there's people in there that they're just so active. It's like they've made it past their, part of their personality. And I was just thinking, what would they think when they log on and see this? And even the way that they've paused it, because I think they know they are going to make so many people... <laughs> so angry right now so they've paused it to try to dilute the comments and the, and the hatred um and give this notice that we're gonna we're gonna turn it back on in a couple of days and it's not going to be this group anymore it's going to be about research but isn't that just so wild and I as I said I didn't really care I just went and saw that as a good opportunity to unfollow the group that I didn't wasn't that interested anyway but the people that stay in there and then we'll get exposed to whatever the new brand is that's taking over and doing the research. I just can't imagine how many of them won't feel yuck about the whole situation. And it could really tarnish whoever this research company is. Um, and it's just such a bizarre strategy. And the reason that it's going to cause that 
ick, that just yuck, is it's it's dodgy. It's like it's like the business has tricked people into doing something, and that is one of the worst things that you can do for your business um, and for your clients or customers is to try to manipulate them, to try to pull the wool over and trick them into doing something that you want them to do. And it's, yeah, it's, it's just yuck. And I feel like there can be such a, a close, such a close line that we need to tread when we're doing marketing and when we're you know, putting out messages and doing excitable things and trying to pull up stunts and trying to trying to get things to go viral as and I'm, when I say we I mean companies in general it's not really my shtick <laughs> my stuff is just very uh, organic but I feel like companies in general when they're when they're pushing boundaries and when they're doing stuff it, they really can toe the line of this and of act- accidental I don't know if it's accidental but accidental or not manipulation of their people and it is one of the just the best ways to fast track your brand into a really sour taste and leaving leaving a sour taste in people's mouths one of the best ways you can do it is to be non-authentic and to trick people into doing something because nobody wants to feel deceived nobody wants to feel like they've been tricked nobody feels wants to feel like they're 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 dumb that they've fallen for something I don't know why I'm doing rabbit ears with my fingers when you can't see me and it's not a video podcast but you yeah you get it it's all about the feeling and so what can we learn from this I mean I've done a whole podcast on it on about the need to be authentic and how powerful authenticity is in your marketing but damn girl this is just such a good example of not being authentic and what can happen if you're not Okay, another way that you can end up in the same situation where your customers are just feeling really yuck (laughs) about the whole thing is to basically digitally stalk your customer. If you are just too all up in their face, if you are too up in their grill, it's not going to feel nice. And I saw I saw something um, in a Facebook group the other day where a coach of some sort had been giving advice to their their group telling them to do a um do some they're doing a marketing campaign they're doing some sort of launch and part of the advice as part of this launch was to set up an email sequence where over a two or three day period over a weekend they were sending like i can't remember what the the number was but i have a feeling it was either six or eight emails as part of this sequence six or eight emails over two to three days over a weekend I mean oh my god I read it and I just like internally cringed and felt yuck because marketing wise mm -hmm, that is just such a bad idea and it's because what is this going to result in 
it's going to result in it's not the, it's not going to result in the customer thinking oh look they're really thinking about me they're really worried about me and and want to help me no it's it's them going to be thinking good lord what is wrong with them why would they leave me alone i need some time to think about it why are they harassing me like this i'm not even a client of them and i already feel overwhelmed by everything that they're doing so it's just not a good idea. And if we do this sort of activity where we're constantly reaching out, pushing, being in their face, sending them emails, sending them text messages, if there's just all of this output happening from us and it just becomes too much, you're absolutely going to end up, one, giving them the ick where they just feel yuck. Two, you're going to ruin the, your brand feeling with them. The way that your brand currently feels with them will be completely different than after a few days of you badgering them nonstop. And three, they're going to they're gonna go. They're going to unsubscribe. And what's worse, they're probably going to mention you if you come up in, in conversation to someone else. If someone's looking, you know, asking for a referral to something, they're probably not going to mention you in a good light. They'd mention you like, oh, yeah, I signed up to something from them and they just harassed me for two weeks straight and I, you know, I ran off. That's the sort of situation that you're setting yourself up for if you are just aggressively overdoing it and digitally stalking someone. So the moral of the story there to avoid it is just Put yourself in the shoes of your client and think about how you would want to be communicated to. Think about the boundaries that you know feel right should be in place. If if contacting them one or two times a week feels okay, then maybe it is. But there's 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 few <laughs> circumstances where it's gonna be a feel appropriate to do more than that, especially if they're not yet an engaged client like or engaged customer if they're really engaged with you and they're just loving your content and they're wanting to to learn more then yeah give them the opportunity to sign up for a greater level of communication if you have you know a, a daily something a daily newsletter or a daily action on a group but make sure that they they understand what they're signing up for don't you know, it's, it's funny, the word just came up again, but don't trick them into signing up to your email database to download, um, you know, some sort of amazing lead magnet and then smash them with so much content over the, the first week that they're just like, oh my God, this is horrendous. I need to go because you're going to lose them. You're going to feel yuck when they think about you and it's just going to hurt your brand in the long run. Another way you can find yourself in the same sort of territory is by offering to do something nice for your customers or your clientele, but having it wrapped up in so much, I don't know, either policy or um, so much stuff that they have to do to get the nice thing that you're offering, that it's actually <laughs> would have been better to not offer anything in the first place. Of course, I have an example. Um, I think I even might have mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about a different topic um, and about what had happened. But I am a huge fan of this um, company. I wear a lot of their clothes and they sent out a, um, a pretty detailed survey that they wanted people to fill in. And unfortunately, this company's also... Um, pretty famous for not taking on customer feedback. I still love them. And well, I don't love 
them as much but i love their products so i um yeah i still purchase from them uh, a lot it's one of my favorites but they like most customers that have been with them a really long time um know that they they don't take on feedback they don't make change very very consistently um, which is a bit of a bugger because they happen to have a facebook group that has the most splendid customer feedback and research my god I, I would just kill to be in that sort of position and have so much insight into what my customers are thinking and feeling and wanting and the way that people voice their opinions on on the the group um is generally really polite and really passionate so there's just you know a couple of hundred thousand advocates just sitting there maybe it's not hundred thousands tens of thousands advocates sitting there in this group giving them really good data but they don't look at it Anyway, so that, that already you know, gives the customers that have been with them a really long time and spent a lot of money with them, gives them a bit of an ick because they're like, oh, you're not listening to me. But um, they decided to do a customer survey and we have people that have been with them a little while, like, you know, we're going to it with a bit of trepidation. So we're like, oh, do I give you this time when you're not going to do anything with it? Likely, like from what I've seen before, is this just going to be pattern repeating itself? But a lot of people like me thought, I'm going to try, I'm going to give my two cents and then hopefully that will help you to, um, you know, have longevity and remain as a leading brand longer. But they offered a, um, I think it was like $50 voucher or something if you did the survey. And the as I said, the survey was really detailed. It was quite long. It wasn't like a answer these five questions and get your fifty dollars. No, it was it was significant, and it was a lot of like writing involved, not just rate this from one to ten. It was like a lot of thought went into it, um, filling it in. And so, a lot of us we filled it in. And then when we look at the information about where we can use the voucher or how we can use the voucher, it had such harsh stipulations on it that it was just a little bit crap. And if they had made the, the voucher available, like fill this in and then you get a voucher, that would have been great. If they'd said, fill this in, it would really help us. That still would have been great. But when they've said, fill this in and then we'll get a voucher, you can only use it during this period. You can only use it to buy these things. Oh, and it's only going to last, I think it was like two weeks that you had to use it. There were all of these really harsh stipulations on it. And what it led to was just a lot of people thinking, oh God, it's actually, it's actually worse than kind of worse than if they hadn't offered it because there were so many stipulations and stuff around it. It made it so hard made it heavy I didn't even end up using it there was an opportunity to the way that they'd structured um the offering there really wasn't an opportunity for me to use it so that's just a, another thing to think about because you can <laughs> accidentally give your customers or your clientele the ick by looking like you're doing something nice but having it clouded in just so much either stuff that they have to do or think about or different stipulations or just general policy and admin. If you've got so much of that surrounding it, it can actually ruin the really nice thing that you were trying to do. And I really think that they were trying to do something nice here. They just didn't think about 
it from a, a commercial point of view. They didn't put themselves in the foot, in the foot, in the <laughs> in the shoes of their customer and think about their experience. And as business owners um, and marketers, that is our job. The customer and the clients, they're the most important part of our business. So we have to spend the time to look at things from their point of view and to get into their shoes or their feet. (laughs) Oh my goodness, it's the end of the year. I'm tired, sorry. Um, But yeah, I, I hope that that kind of food for thought helps because these sort of discussions they're really important and if you are starting to you know do your planning for next year what a good time to be having this info like running in the back of your head so when you're planning out your campaigns all the things that you're going to do you can think "Mm, how will this actually feel to the end customer and the end user because that's the most important question that you can ask okay Have a good day, everyone. I'll see you next week.